Southgate Fantasy League Podcast. Hello and welcome to Southgate Fantasy League Podcast. One more time for season one. It is time to get down and dirty and review it all and see who came up the winners of season number one. But before we get there, the panel is here. Co-host Keelan, how are we? Going well. The tiger and the lion may be more powerful, but the wolf does not perform in the circus. Okay, so the wolf has already joined us. That's good to know. It's not going to be a season two thing only. It starts as of now. Good to know. <laughs> Christian, how are you? I am good. Um, looking forward to the pod and finding out what I win for coming third. I'm sure it's good. <laughs> hey, Chris, how are we? Second comes right after first. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it does. Second does go right after first. What a bunch of losers we have on the battle tonight. Anyway, let's uh, get straight into it. It's important that we review the games, but just before we do that, I thought rather than eat my words, it's important we revisit a couple of the ongoing debates um, throughout season one. And the first one I want to look at is who was the better Traore? A lot of chat early in the season, Alex picking, obviously, Traore from Aston Villa, who I didn't know existed. Um, and stop picking up Adama Traore from Wolves, who, to put it uh, as he did, holds down the square button for too long and just launch crosses everywhere and none near the goal. So doesn't lift weights. Doesn't lift weights either. Apparently, it does not lift weights. <laughs> Such bullshit. Hey. <laughs> I guess my way with you guys. What do you think overall? The Traores. Who um who ended up in a better position here? Well, the, the um, long Traore uh, didn't even play most of the season and is made out of paper mache. Yeah, I was really rooting for him as well. I was hoping the wrong Traore would get up, but um, yeah, he didn't even get out of bed. So I'm going to have to go with Beefcake on this one. Yeah, 53 minutes Bertrand put uh, on the field for uh, Aston Villa. Seven points. And do you have to take out Keelan his first game because we weren't started in the season then when he played 18 of those minutes? So I know. Okay, so he's put together that for us. Oh, well, 35 minutes for three points. <laughs> three goal difference, thanks. Three um, goal I'd also, three. also like to add that he was probably just a little bit better than the wrong Mendy. Um, the rapey one. Mm. <laughs> but what the wrong Mandy score? He did well in week one. <laughs> it's going to be close. Who right. scored more points? With the wrong Traore, sorry. So Bertrand Traore, we said only played 35 minutes. In those 35 minutes, he scored three points. Yeah, correct. Now, if we go to Dharma Traore, who ended up with 21 points for the season but take out his first game, which was two points. So he got 19. He played a lot of minutes and only had one assist so far in those nine games. So do you take anything out of it in terms of the return per minutes or it's just a dead set failure, especially because um, Alex kept him literally the entire season for only three points, whatever it was. What, what was the wrong try race total points for the season? Three. Ooh. Now, three. Ben, Benjamin Mendy, I've got up here. 
total points for the season, three. Oh, no. <laughs> was that game one, though, where we weren't in the season? <laughs> it was game one, yeah. Um, but if you are playing Fantasy Football Prism Edition, I hear he's dominating. <laughs> All right. So, right. so it, like, because points per minute, Bertrand is probably three in 35 minutes. That's one every 10 minutes. So he could have, he still averaged, what, like nine a game? <laughs> if you... <laughs> I don't think he helps you for the season, though. No, he really didn't. Um, no, I'd say next season he's a lock, though. He'll be back. He'll be fit. Um, someone should definitely trade him. He'll be well, ready to go. Alex has named his team the wrong trailer, right? So maybe he will just back him in again and oh, he'll be in there. No, because he doesn't take again. six or seven picks. <laughs> 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 Oh, I'd appreciate that, but probably don't do your first 10. Uh, all right. So <laughs> that one to bed. We think Adama, probably the better long-term player, but let's face it, they were both garbage, right? One assist between two, those two players for an entire season. So neither lit it on fire. The next one though, Firmino and Dennis trade. We initially said that it must have been a lot of lip service to get Firmino for Dennis. Anyone want to put their sense in? What I will say is that overall points of the season, Dennis, 38, Firmino, 35. Mm. 12 12 in week one, though. Yeah, you got to take out 12. Firmino, you got to take out seven. Yeah, so it's... Okay. So it's pretty tight. I mean, Firmino scored 20 of those points in one game. Yeah, (laughs) he had one game. So it's been garbage pretty much every other game. Can I say it was a crucial game? It took me out. Yeah, so, okay. It's a pretty big game. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but he had three tap-ins like Danny Allsop, so he can go fuck himself. So Dennis, for me, wins that one. Well, okay. So Keel says Dennis. Yeah. Chris says Firmino because he got the job done, like literally won a game off his own shoe, essentially. A crucial game. If I was picking one now, I'd be picking up Firmino. So I'll go with Firmino. But, I mean, what I will say, um, didn't didn't Dennis score 12 points on, on the bench? Was that – oh, that was King. Oh, that, yeah, he did. Yeah, you can cut that out, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Den, Den, Dennis oh. scored 12 in 26 minutes. He scored 12 in 26 minutes. He also did five yellow cards in the space of the nine games, so got himself suspended for that last one too. So I feel like if he played the last game, maybe, well, actually, I think when we get into the review of this week's game, he wouldn't have made a difference, but um, that might have been another influence as well on it. But I think think what we are missing here is the most important statistic, and that's their overall ICT rank. Uh, where Dennis comes in at 29 of 623 to Firmino's 50 out of 623. Oh, all right. You've, you've swung me. I'm on to Dennis. <laughs> yeah, Wizbiz has got me over the line there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm back on Dennis after that. Dennis wins. Also, it, di- it didn't help that Firmino didn't play the last game either. Oh, that's oh, true. Man. So, oh, wow. What do you guys reckon? Dennis? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm on the Dennis train now. Yeah, yeah, Dennis for me. I've dropped off Firmino at the train and I've done an Emilio and I've picked up Dennis. <laughs> and um, Dennis has come through for the win. 
Well, okay, so we've locked in. We think Dennis is the better call. You would not have said that at the start, or we certainly didn't think so, so that's a big turnaround. Um, as you said, Firmino did get the job done for that one week, but then was pretty average for the rest of the season. 20 and one go out of a total of what, 35, we said, or something. So, fuck, that is, yeah, a pretty dismal season for the rest of it, isn't it? So, awesome. Is there any other debates we need to have a look at? That were the main two I can think of, but probably Benteke, just really briefly, Dog food or cow or bullpen? What do you think? Oh, barbed wire maybe in the end. He's in pretty good form. Yeah, yeah. yeah I reckon he's into the cow paddock. Yeah, yeah, he scored two goals in the last three weeks. He's um, he's motoring. Yeah, cow. He's ended up cow. He's a legitimate option moving forward mm. for season two. Mm. Oh, definitely. Just trying to get someone to pick up a decade. Oh, <laughs> I, I was surprised no one got him in that last round. Against right. City. I think that's what did it in. Yeah. You know, I wanted to back him. Um, even you with Gallagher, but we'll get who would to- Who would make that call? Idiot. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Well, they're the debates that we've settled, I think, at the end of season one. But let's um, go and get into the review of this week, the last game week. Yeah, let's review them. Let's get into it. Let's start with the egg and spoons. It was the last round. There was clearly some people who were out of this one, and uh, that probably starts with Duncan against myself. So Stretchy Nutsacker against De Bruyne FC. Stretchy Nutsacker got 32 points. Um, and if we have a look at their team, again, all about his Chelsea players. When Jorginho stepped up and dropped a penalty in late and then somehow got bonus points as well, when he'd done absolutely fuck all, that pissed me off. But um, he put himself oh, wow. 10 points on the on the board there. He got to double digits, so that was handy for him. Christensen got him six. The rest, though, was uh, single digits. De Gea got him six in the goalkeeping department as well um, in a bit of a dry week for the goalkeepers, I think. But um, the rest was all pretty rubbish. And once again, copped a zero on the field with... Four players in his team who didn't play, Kovacic, Alonso, Mount, and Azpilicueta. So that was disappointing for him. And looking at uh, then my team and how we went, well, we got 40 points, so 40 goal difference, got the job done. Um, And mostly it came down to the forward line. Jimenez getting me nine points um, with that handy goal. Delightful little back pass from the Everton faithful. Appreciated that one. Um, And he just jumped on that one. Gave a little chip over the <laughs> over a short arm little <laughs> short arm keeper. <laughs> Put it in the back of the net. Rodrigo as well has popped up for me for Leeds. He scored another goal there, so that was handy. Rashford scored a goal for Man United coming on late, so that was again handy. Tommy Yasu continues his good form, getting me a clean sheet, six points, bit of stat padding there, which probably got me over the line. I did leave hey, uh, Bryce. Who's, oh, yeah. who's that on your bench? I was going to say, I did leave Rice on the bench with 13 and Maguire, wow. big forehead Maguire, got five points as well. So I probably had more to go to, but it didn't cost me, luckily. Um, I mean, yeah. did some Rice um, on your the, bench. The, the Bull, the Bull Wilson. Got a sting. Surely. The Bull Wilson? Hmm. Oh, you should have seen the running that he was doing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw the falling he was doing. <laughs> A lot of time on the turf. If anyone yeah. wants to see a domination of a game, just go back and watch um, Chelsea versus Newcastle because, um, yeah, we had none of it and we didn't look like oh, we were yeah. going to do anything with it. So I imagine you were like Tom Hanks from Castaway. Like, that's how I imagine <laughs> you on the couch. Just 
yelling out. Whoops. Because <laughs> <laughs> fuck all, he just sits there. Okay, well, Wilson's a dear friend, so... Nah, look, um, got a lot of promise heading into season two, Wilson, but um, the only forward for me not to do it. But 40 points, a solid game week for me. Got the job done, the egg and spoon. I got the, got the chocolate there, um, which was good for my finish. Um, in a gentleman's sixth, so... That's a good solid finish for me. Bottom bottom half of the table. Um, and for Duncan, stretchy nutsacker finished in eighth, which I don't really know if he could have moved anyway. Um, maybe if he beat me, he would have gone above me and I would have ended. It was, it was a battle for sixth, I think, I guess, between us. And um, I'm lucky for him. Uh, moving on, the next egg and spooner, though. Um, Keels, your team there, I can see. Redshite at Gobshite, 55 points. Defeating Netfits and Chill, 19 points. Walk us through it, mate. Well, I mean, my defensive structures got roasted last week. So I think I came out and going into Sunday, I said I'll be having a Domino's pizza. I was up 34-0 going into, uh, into the Sunday matches and uh, the defensive structures are looking beautiful for season two. Uh, I backed in my toffees. I said, I'll leave them on the, on the pitch. And they delivered me in spades. Coleman, zero, Gray, two, and Townsend, two. So they really repaid the faith. So that was good by them. Uh, Ramsdale. Now, you have to see their goalkeeper that scored 10 points in a 2-0 win. Uh, this is how a goalkeeper should score 10 points. Uh, clean sheet, four points. Saved the ball eight times. Got two points. And he got the two bonus. So that's how a goalkeeper should score 10 points. Um, you can get fucked, Martinez. Uh, Gabrielle, what a pickup. Picked him up in round three. Uh, I think I had more faith in Arsenal players than actual Arsenal fans themselves. They've repaid me and pretty much carried my side. And, uh, yeah, there wasn't too much else. A um, couple of sixes, a couple of fours. Loftus Crease came on for 26 minutes and got an assist nicely. But uh, my man down the back there, Liveramento, he has been very solid as a backman for Southampton. So um, wouldn't be too many people that have Southampton players because uh, realistically, Southampton's, you know, they're Southampton. Uh, looking at Alex. Goodbye from the White Wolf. <laughs> yeah, well, there's look, there's no Southampton fans and they're actually, actually travelling all right. So. 29 listeners, thanks, Keel. Southampton fans, you never know. I, mean, I didn't barb them for being shit. I just barbed them for being irrelevant. Um, I didn't know they were in the league till you did their name. I forgot. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, Alex, strange looking lineup there. Laporte minus three points. Uh, he got 46 minutes on the pitch, conceded two goals, and then decided to get a red card. So that was uh, that was good from him. But, uh, yeah, not much else. Zaha scored eight points. Keane got six somehow. 2-1 loss. Fuck me. It's generous. And, um, yeah, not much else through the report. Uh, dead rubber. And, um, yeah, we move on to season two. But I uh, finished in the, the top four. Um, I think I was four and one in the last five games. So to still finish fourth. So I was a long way back after four games. And Alex, who I thought would win it, well, he's fallen underneath me and finished fifth. So uh, mid-table for him. <laughs> I saved you a call last week, Gills. You finished your segment by saying, how can you win? And you ripped in and you said, no, nah, I'm going to dominate. This is how it's going to be done. Fuck you all. I'm coming fifth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you finished well, fourth. Even better, even better than you thought. 
Well, well, Kisner and Alex just shut the bed in the final round. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't expecting it. (laughs) To see my name above Kisner's and right next to Alex's is a dead set joke. My team's garbage. (laughs) (laughs) uh... (laughs) Honest to God, Alex, I don't know. We need to put a rocket up in for season two. We started the very first game with his worst coach of the week and we rocketed him and he pulled his finger out and had a dip. The way he's finished his season was deplorable. He ends up with 346 goal difference. That's like third worst in the league. He ends up with like the third worst (laughs) in the league for fifth place or something like that. So he needs a rocket. He needs to pull it out and have another dip, I think. It's the second time, you know, a side has come up against really strong defensive structures and only managed 19 points. Um, <laughs> this is what it is. Yeah, oh, well, boy. We'll forget about those 50 points you conceded last week. Yeah, um, well, um, blip on the radar, that. Just really quick, Chris, you asked about worst goal differences. Um, ben, 317. That was the worst. I was 331. Which was second worst, and then three forty six was Alex, so third worst. Um, wow! Looking I mean, on, this to, feels very rough on Scott. It yeah, does Scott feel really rough on Scott. Scott. And speaking of him, Scotty Boy joins us as the coach of the week. He's uh, dominated this last week. Well deserved, Scotty. We finally got you here. You finally got the job done. Big game week to finish. It was just disappointing you couldn't get off the bottom because we said we've gone through three teams with worse goal difference. We somehow finished above you. So really stiff. But how are you feeling after the uh, the win there? Uh, well, thanks for having me, boys. Um, we're up and about. They always say uh, save your best till last. So um, we've done that. And some. unfortunately, it's uh, come a little bit too late. But... Uh, Geez, it was a nice way to finish and uh, Stanford did off priority on that last round and hopefully uh, take the momentum into season two. Absolute domination in the end. Toffee on my lips, 64 as the away team too. Travelled away, jumped on the bus as a team, having a shocker and you've clearly hit the drinks early and it's worked out for you. Um, beating what colour ref? 27 points. So walk us through that. Give us a review of the game, Scotty. How did it, how did it happen for you? You're an avid watcher. You're normally up there having a watch and commenting on the uh, results as they happen. Oh, it was just great. The, uh, the bus trip down, everyone was up and about. So we had a few uh, bottles of um, the finest champagne just under a few seats just for this potential moment. And, uh, boy, did they come out on the way home. So uh, we, um, yeah, just everything went right. There was a few uh, players I was unsure of looking at the um, potential lineups for the week after I just raided the uh, waiver list. And um, I was, I just uh, took the punt, left them on the field and, uh, and uh, they uh, delivered in spades, um, especially my boy James, who I uh, kindly offered to Duncan a few times and he threw it back in my face like a uh, proverbial dog turd and uh, he's just come out and punched out a solid 21. So <laughs> Um, we'll take that. And, um, yeah, just all over the field. Johnson, another one that I've got in this week, a nice eight down the back. Um, Rafinha back on the uh, goal scorers list for a solid nine. And uh, Ronaldo, uh, 
a goal and an assist for a 12 up front. So some decent scores, a few lower ones in between and um, and left plenty on the bench. Could have really uh, potentially got high score of the year if uh, had it played my cards right. But um, I, we can't get too greedy. I was just about to say, league record was on the line just about. Fabianski, you've got on the side. If McCarthy was in, there's six points. That would have got you to 70. Watkins on the bench if he'd switched in with Wang, but I, I know that was never going to happen. He's your boy. Did, yeah, there was an extra five. But even Lowton, uh, Lowton could have put on for Cater or um, Hudson-Odoi or any of those, and you would have got an extra, you know, 12 or 13 points there. That was probably... Um, could have been a league record score, could have knocked off Chris straight away after he knocked off Christian. That could have been um, glorious if the bottom of the ladder had the highest score of the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have, um, would have been nice. Seems I copped the uh, highest two weeks ago, then uh, that got topped the week after and I just happened to be on the end of that as well. <laughs> and, um, I was licking a few wounds and... Uh, and in some areas that were wounded, I couldn't quite reach. But um, <laughs> and then I thought, I'm on here. I could um, could go really large. And uh, oh, I'm, I'm kicking myself a little bit because it could have been huge. But anyway, I uh, will learn from next season. Uh, back in your wave list, the, uh, the Almos, or whatever they're called. <laughs> Oh, you made some big trades coming into the last round. Who did you bring in? Uh, you made like brought, five or six brought, waiver trades, right? Yeah, well, I, I, I uh, was Digney and uh, Shaw had their final week with me after uh, holding them for seven disgusting <laughs> rounds or eight or nine or whatever it was. They just traded and, negative scores uh, each week. One would go negative one, yeah. next week the other one would. So, so we brought in uh, Johnson, um, Tavares, or however you say that the defender from Arsenal, Lauten, and um, quite fitting, we brought in Old Party. And uh, that's what so, we had a nice party. All, all of them did well. <laughs> yeah, yeah all of them did well. So I think the moral of the story is um, just get rid of them straight away for me and not hold, because even though. You know, they may have a big name and have a reputation. Um, we'll just give these blokes I've never heard, heard of a go and they go large. So. See, I thought that's a good strategy as well. Get rid of the guys as soon as they're not performing. And then Kovacic decided he was going to play once I got rid of him. And then Dekure decided he was going to play once I got rid of him. And then Madison decided he's going to play once I got rid of him. <laughs> Is that never ending, yeah. guys? I got rid of who you got better. So. <laughs> how did well, go? That was you held on to him. My theory was, well, if I let go of him this round, no one else can take him, and then I don't feel the pain if they go large the next week. So, <laughs> so that's where we stood anyway. Um, like win um, your money back gambling, isn't it? Oh, that's it. Well, I think I went. Um, I think I went Shaw and Digny back to back in the um, in the draft because the defenders um, were, you know, the rest. I think the forwards and mids, a lot of the good ones were gone. So I put, oh, I'll get a couple of solid defenders. You know, maybe bank those six plus points, and um, and that didn't work. 
fullback seems the way to go. <laughs> like when I'm looking for defenders, I'm looking for the fullbacks because they get forward up the park and might get you an assist every now and then too, right? But yeah, those two have just had shocking seasons. And Coleman was the other one who I had kills, and now you picked him up and he's giving you bugger all as well. There's just been a few who've just been really poor. He, he normally like you know Digney, um, Shaw, Coleman, you know wing back would normally get forward and at least get the odd assist or that or maybe a cheeky goal. But they they offer nothing. Lucky to get a point. So anyway, lesson learned. Well, black or if you re- if you reach James, two goals. Well, yeah, that's, well. So that's so sometimes when you do stick that they do repay you, but not not the last round. Of the season, maybe a little early and might, <laughs> might be <better. laughs> Oh, bloody hell. Um, Scotty, obviously a pretty rough year being the bottom and you copped a lot of abuse for it and so on. What is the main thing you think you might change for season two? Is it like you said there about making moves a little bit earlier, not holding a few guys? Or is there something that you've lined up that you're just like, I just can't do this again. I want to change it. No, I think it's got to be um, just don't hold for too long. Like I held so many players and just hoping they'd come good. You know, you give them a couple of weeks and then, oh, maybe next week and you read, go and do new research and, you know, they reckon, oh, yeah, this bloke will come good or something. But I think this next season it might be a max of two-week trial. If they're no good, they're getting out. And what about... Emilio what said a number they, of times you get the best look of the waivers each week. Do you feel like there's some benefit in being at the bottom to begin the season and you can make a charge once you've accessed the waivers or it's just shit to be down there and you don't want it? Uh, I mean, it didn't always pay off. Like, you know, what I think is a good player, you know, other people might have a bit more knowledge or whatever and they'll pick up someone that I didn't think about that ends up scoring better anyway, so... You know, sometimes I look at the waiver list after it went through and I think, oh, yeah, that I didn't even think of that bloke, but, you know, he would have been a good option and I probably should have taken him or something. So, you know, unless you got your finger on the pulse the whole time and all over it, um, you know, whether your waiver is the best one of the round or so, you know, most of the time it, it wasn't. So, <laughs> you know, it didn't really help really me, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what are your thoughts on... In, uh, inspirational speech. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it almost just need to change the fixture for next season. Like, how frustrating was it for you to see, you know, me get victories against teams that drop 19 points against me? <laughs> uh, I mean, not, it's not just bloody this league I've had issues with the fixture. It's been others. And, you know, it just seems to be a common thing. So I'll just get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, when you drop them, horseshit, Scott. Consistent scores and still get, uh, still, you know, could have won this game or that one. You look around the, the league and you think, oh, I could have knocked off about four other blokes. Um, you know, it gets a bit demoralizing, but you know, we, we just didn't let it get to us. We just keep chipping away, <laughs> and we, 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 I mean, we especially, especially when uh, wins for the year, so ready to it. Especially when you had, you know, one win for the year and you look over and see that I get a win scoring 25 points. That wouldn't have been, uh, that wouldn't have gone down too well. Yeah, well, it was a bit of a pill to swallow, but, um, you know, 
I can't do much of it, unfortunately. And I um I just had to keep getting uh, bent over, unfortunately. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that uh, on that fuckwit Ben? Oh fuck! I couldn't believe it. I thought you know I I, I teed up what was going to be a really good Melbourne Cup day, and um, <laughs> she felt a bit early, but um, we bounced back. I, I said I'd uh, do well on the cup, and that happened. So. Um, cashed up a little bit on that, but um, I can't believe that uh, it ended up being a draw, and I, I didn't jump over Benny Boy. So it was um, it wasn't ideal, but anyway, he was just as shit as me for the year. So that's I'll let you down. I let you down, Scoot. <laughs> yeah, you let me down. You did, and uh, all you have to do is just you watch that. I watched that game and. Old says or however, however you say it, he just he just loved to just sit back and do the uh, industrial back work. He, and he not never went forward, forward, did he? He never went forward. forward. He and got pulled right at the end. I think it was about the um, 85th minute. He decided to get over halfway, and I thought, oh, "We're <laughs> on here." And uh, he just passed it passed it backwards, and then went back to his uh, role right near the goalkeeper. So that was the end of it. I thought he wasn't on. That's how often I saw him on the TV. I was like, yeah, hey, I actually, playing. They, they weren't calling his name out, so I had to look him up to see, A, what number he was and what he looked like. So I was just trying to him out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Chris All had right. as well. He's only got one player, and that's uh, uh, Buddy Salah. So any, anyone else, he doesn't even know the name of. Couldn't tell you anyone in his team, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, no. Nah, uh, as far as Jim's research goes. But, Scoot, surely, like, you've been very nice and sensible throughout this whole chat. I'm pretty disappointed, <laughs> I've got to be honest. Who do you want to throw some barbs at? Because I'm sure there's a long list of people that you just want to absolutely ream right now. Oh, as I said, it's all always been about the same plays and that. So, and to be honest, they never got better. So, <laughs> um, the, the barbs were... Um, <laughs> The barbs were bare in the end, to be honest. And, um, you know, when you keep getting pipped at the post and not stringing the wins together, there's not, not a lot I can really say. But, um, you know, come season two, you know, we've got some momentum here. So, you know, a few wins on the board, sitting up top, and we'll be able to take the piss out of you blokes down the bottom. Right. Who are you taking out then in season two? Who are you looking forward to fucking well, I think I think we'll just... I, I can see a, a complete flip of the uh, the ladder in the end. So we'll see our way down the bottom and uh, I'll be up the top. So, and as long as as long as he's down there somewhere, that's all that matters. So Elmo that is little, the one you're gunning for. Is this furry prick? I couldn't have said it better. Couldn't have said it better to be honest. Yeah, yeah you gotta take um, the uh, the Merseyside Derby, you don't you know, have a dip at the other bike, so that's good. And Elmo, I don't know why you guys got stuck right in, never met each other, and reckon the chat started. Oh, I don't know, just um, it was instant rivalry, and um, I don't know, he, he seemed like he was up for the banter, so I thought, oh, we'll, we'll tune into this one and see how far we can go, and we'll try and crack the bloke. But unfortunately, I think my favorite um, yeah. was you saying. Nice fakes that accent that you put on. <laughs> you jumped on yeah. the pond the first. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> really committed to the fake accent. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, legitimately, I thought, oh, this bloke's taking the piss. But after all, um, he's done well to hold on to that accent for the whole year and it hasn't really raised it. So I don't know. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's true. <laughs> Part of his game plan. It's just to make us all think he knew more about soccer than all of us. Genuine. Yeah, well, that's right. And um, unfortunately, it seems like he did, but we won't give him that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Can we do an accent check before we invite people to the league? Because it's a guaranteed loss for the rest of us. We're just handing him money at this point. <laughs> well, I think we should put this down to um, Keelan, to be honest, because he's the one who invited the prick in. So. Yeah, sorry about that. I apologise. I've, <laughs> no, I've regretted it every day since I've done it, to be honest. Mm. Oh, especially that he's been beating you constantly. <laughs> well, let's just... Whoa, whoa. Hang on a second. Jesus. No, I'm just saying work, work must be difficult at the moment. Like It's like 10 weeks of straight losing and you have to sit next to him. Yeah, hey. it's, it's painful, to be honest. He likes printing <laughs> things out and putting it on my computer screen. So That's taxpayer money. I know. We're, we're a paperless court and he still prints useless shit. Oh, my God. Although, what I will say is I've kept the England flag that he put on my desk in the Euros and I will not take that down. <laughs> uh, what about the bit of paper he put there, which was um, the Nets losing and also Everton losing 5-2? You kept that one up or...? Well, no, that was on my screen, so that one came down and went in the bin. So, look, he's a he's a Rockets fan, so I could be printing every day to be honest with their losses. But I just can't bother. <laughs> oh, buddy, I love it. Last uh, question, Scoot. Scoot, I've just got to wonder how did, how good does champagne taste after it's been sitting under a bus seat for nine weeks? <laughs> um, well, me me last wing was only like four weeks ago, so. Um, she swirled around a bit, but boy, did when that cork popped, did she blow? So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad that it came down to um, the uh, club's um, money to fix the uh, damage in the in the bus, and not my own personal venue. So <laughs> it's a it's a win all round, to be honest. So was there a shoey? Oh, there was shoeys. There was I think there was a, a, a full size gumboot at one stage. <laughs> <laughs> Did the Wellington? Uh. Yeah, straight the Wellington. But, um, but overall, um, no, I've had it. It's been a good year. Um, although I've, I've got to sneer on fifty minutes to an hour driving to work each morning, and um, I still can't fit in the pod in one trip. So halfway <laughs> <laughs> home to finish it off. Well, this is going to be no different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. You'll wait for the family to be in the car to play this one. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll play this for the young bloke. He's only to the old daycare, childcare pickups, only five minutes away, so it only takes about 40 trips. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you also beat Ben onto the podcast. And he was saying every week he was going to get on as coach of the week, and you've uh, beaten him up. So you didn't really he win the wooden spoon. He'd never get on. 
but he was just always sub 20 man. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's where he stood. And I knew I'd get there at one stage, you know, like it was a, you just had to keep week by week. And I knew I'd just get there. And, uh, geez, I thought Keelan was looking all right. He was scoring, scoring pretty decent. And, uh, but geez, you fell in the hole and I just come home flying. So, well and truly earned my way onto this thing. And uh, just, just how many, how many attempts did it take you to get onto the Zoom today? Was it one, or did you struggle to log in? <laughs> no, just the one actually. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. A few issues last night, but um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we shall do <dive> <laughs> All right. Well, Scotty, you well and truly earned it. Long season, but a good one. We, we said that all along. It was a long season, but you dominated the end here. 64 points. Could have been the high score of the round, probably, except you left a couple on the bench. But fantastic job. Coach of the week. Well earned. Well done. Well done. Well played, Scott. Thank That's you, awesome. gentlemen. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for that, Scoot. Uh, Coach of the week there. But moving on into the reviews, it comes down to the last two games. We got past the egg and spoon. We got the coach of the week, the highest score. And then it came down to two games. There was Chris against Ben stuck on this corner, uh, taking on two girls, one clop. And there was Wood Messi, Christian, taking on European royalty, Emilio Jahal. Keelan, can you just remind us of what the, the circumstances were going into these last games? and? Well, Chris was playing the bye and just had to turn up um, to win the title. And uh, Jahal needed a miracle. And uh, Christian needed even more of a miracle. And uh, the miracle happened. So the miracle happened. So the champion of the league is with us now on the panel the now co-host, because as soon as he rocks up, he automatically takes on the title there and the role. Emilio Drahal, you are here with us. The champion and co-host, how are we going? Thanks, Brian, for that uh, great introduction. As I uh, said last week, it was going to come home, and it certainly came home. I would like uh, Keelan to address me as the champ champ from now on, given I'm the league and cup winner. The rest, the rest of you can still call me Emilio because I consider you all friends. And um, Chris, you're an absolute legend for uh, bottling it against Ben. And Ben's the I, biggest legend of them all. I, I had the jinx, Emilio. You knew what was going to happen. <laughs> no one was top of the ladder for more than one week. And it happened again. Honestly, mate, I was too busy fixated on trying to get 25 points higher than you. I completely forgot that you could still lose or draw. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was playing the boss. So that's fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a, it's been a, a thrilling season. I um, I'm kind of happy I uh, didn't have to uh, eat my own words that I said a few weeks ago and last week and so on. So uh, it's kind of worked well. Oh, you're missing out. E- eating your words weekly is just a great time. <laughs> <laughs> but even so, I was even looking back at my team and like my first pick was Sadio Mane, who I got rid of. Second pick, Raheem Sterling. Did nothing for me. Third pick might have been Ricardo Pereira from Leicester. And considering I'd had, like I used my top three picks on not even pure shit, but like, because Marty was all right, but like Sterling and Pereira is just, and for me winning it, unbelievable coaching. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> unbelievable coaching. And just for the recap for the viewers at home, 
or the listeners at home, I should say. I hope you're not viewing. I've made a mistake if you've done that. Um, and say good day to my bathrobe, Jordan Goey style. Uh, but <laughs> just for the listeners at home, this is how it unfolded. Um, firstly, Chris against Ben, 34 points apiece, the only draw of the season coming in the last game there. Um, Chris, you want to take a second, just walk us through that one, 34 apiece, what we're holding on to, what we're hoping for, how it happen. Yeah, look, it all went wrong pretty early. Uh, firstly, I was pretty happy. I jumped off the couch when Salah passed it to someone. I'm like, you beauty, assist. Who does he pass to? Henderson. Hasn't scored for a year. Scores a goal. Of course, he's in Ben's team. 10 points to Ben with the bonus points. And then uh, what else went wrong? Yeah, Allison let in a cross. A cross went over his head and went in the goals. And then Liverpool turned to shit after that. Um, Madison takes a free kick. Beautiful free kick. I'm like... Yep, I'm happy for Arsenal win 2-1. No, Ramsdale sticks out, save of the year. Stops it from going. <laughs> Madison gets two points instead of the six I needed. And then, yeah, just all turned to shit. Shalaba didn't play. Don't know why. It's been a gun. Um, so that meant that Mings kept his spot on the field. Uh, what else? Yeah, it was all pretty bad. Man City. Oh, you got nine points on the bench there for Trossard there, Chris. Yeah, well, you know, I thought Liverpool took down Manchester United pretty easily. I thought, you know, Brighton would be very easy to take care of. But um, they just packed it in the second half. I reckon Emilio's got connections. <laughs> I reckon he's got an uncle on the sideline. I was like, come on, mate. I've got $100, 100 plus dollars on the line. I want to keep my visa. You make sure. You make sure that Alison lets in a cross and uh, that Trossard gets a goal whilst he's sitting on the bench. Um, so I, I, also, I also noticed, Chris, that Wood scored a goal for Ben. He's scored two for the season now. So he just popped up and put his second goal of the season in. Hadn't scored in six games or seven games, it looked like, until then. So, <laughs> yeah, probably a little stiff with Brian, a couple. Uh, Brian, look, you know... I heard Ben talking a massive game too in the chat. Um, he'd made these huge changes. Went, all right, well, he must have made a lot of changes. And then I checked his round one team compared to this team that he's pulled out. He's made fuck all changes. <laughs> it's like the guys just completely packed it in and then everyone who's done nothing all season just came out of the woodwork. Um, yeah, his team was basically the same from round one to the end. I think he made the three trades that he had to make. Other than that, it wasn't much coming in on waivers. Um, so, yeah, I have to give it to Emilio because he did take the biggest risks, uh, did make the biggest changes. I relied on one man, Salah. So I made one big move, which was a trade with Keelan. It's like stealing candy from a baby. But um, <laughs> didn't get it done and, in the uh, end. And, and delightfully, Salah cost you the, the title. So uh, it's very satisfying uh, to see you bottle it there, Chris. Oh, it uh, really, really cost me the title. It was still like my second scoring player it was good to see Ben had um, two of my former players in his team as well he had uh, Saw and Suchet who got him again two oh, and two but again them, them four points were um, valuable in my title hunt so uh, fair so you did, give him tips. did you give him tips Amelia you traded with him you, you gave him uh, some no, players just get him over the line there was, there was no clue and there's only clue with uh, Christian that was it <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, speaking of your and Christian colluding relationship, you guys played off in the last round. It was the cup and also the last round of the league where you came head to head. And essentially, uh, Christian, with that loss, you finish third. You don't win the cup. You asked early, what is your reward for finishing third? And it is absolutely <laughs> nothing. So, <laughs> so that's, that's the same as what Scott gets, right? Yeah, correct. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like you were you were out a bit early in that matchup. But even going to that last round, you must have felt like Richarlison could pull it out. I actually felt like he might be able to pull two goals, and that might get you yeah. over the line or something. He, he scored in his like two minutes of play last week, so I thought there was a to, well. To be honest, I didn't think I was a chance. Um, after Man City played and just tanked the whole thing. Um, and then I also left Gallagher on the bench because why would you leave Palace players on the field against City and he scored 13? Um, so it was really just all going wrong for me very early on. And it was just down to Rich Allison. I thought, you know what? Based on his form of last week, he might do something. And um, he did not. Thank you, Everton. <laughs> Um, yeah, no worries. <laughs> just just yeah. never rely on an Everton player. That's it. That's it. Emilio, for you, for you Does... Emilio, sorry, did you were you at all ever worried, or did you know that you had got no, a like, cover? I, I was looking at his team and I was thinking, like, he, he has got some strong plays in there, but it mainly consisted of I needed Man City to have a bad result, and once that came through, I was confident then. Once Man City lost yeah. to Palace, I was like, "Yeah, this is this is going well." And again, I even, went all in on that one. That's it. Like even looking at Harry Kane and uh, Aubameyang, like they're always well, not always been usually prolific strikers. So I was thinking, I need to make a few changes of my own here to even just bridge that twenty-five point gap that I needed. But um, again, I was I was expecting um, a tougher contest, so I was, I was kind of confident that I was going to oh. win after after Saturday night. Yeah. If I had the right players on the field, I think I would have scored 44 points. Yeah. So uh, a bit which, of luck was which, needed in that. But I know, again, which, would have, like, which would have put me up into third place in the end. So uh, <laughs> I went with collusion. <laughs> <laughs> again, the, um, the, the bench players have been doing me favours as Chris had uh, Trossard on his bench and, um, and then you had Gallagher. So yeah, and I had Fuck or nobody on my bench, so that's how we go. <laughs> go on, uh, run, run through well. the team. Tell us about the tell move us about the world made. champions. I was gonna say, tell okay, us about yeah. the world champions. You made moves. Yeah, so I brought in um, Cornet from uh, Burnley because he's been in, in form the past few weeks. So I thought no one picked up on the waiver. Can't remember who I brought him in for now though. Um, Sterling. Is it Sterling? I, I, it is I, Sterling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again. Sterling's just been dead. But I actually got rid of Sterling and brought him back in because I thought I'll have a bit of faith with him, but still he let me down. And again, he turned up. They um absolutely demolished Brentford. Garrett Bowen, he's probably been my after Firmino, I'd probably say he's been my second best waiver signing. Again, pops up with another assist and a goal. And it was like them two again, like uh, Havarts won the penalty, so he got me an assist. And it was, yeah, my team's actually four players, really. They got me more than two points. So, yeah. 
all worked out in the end. But again, I wasn't really, I, I, I was kind of helpless until uh, Everton played Wolves and Mr. Sice at the back. And who scored for Everton again? Iwobi. Uh, so again, yeah, no one has him. Again, there's, there's been many factors who, who have, uh, in me winning the league, like it's been Ben, Iwobi, Keelan getting rid of Salah, you know, all, all of this sort of stuff. Like, uh, <laughs> but um, again, it probably, sounds, it probably sounds better like that Everton won me the title. How does that make you feel, Keelan? That's fine. Uh, I mean, you you think about what Ben said. It's a practice practice round this first league. Carlton okay. won a preseason <laughs> cup in two thousand six and went on to win the wooden spoon. So uh, I'm looking forward to season two. But, but, I, but I won the I won the title and I won the cup. So what's that? What do you mean? I won two pieces of silverware, not one. It's free entry. Next comp. Yeah, free entry. Uh, he's done well, and uh, it's, it's, look, back it up next season. That's all I have to say. Barbs will continue to come. <laughs> but, um, just, just for reference, I'll um, be sticking up my uh, accolade on your desk um, on Monday morning. Is it next to the home. England logo? Uh, yes, because uh, I, I, I was right into coming back home. Because <laughs> that one's staying. Yeah. No, I, I, put, I put it next to the, the the Denmark one that you just kept there. Yeah, I need to take that down. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I just ask, um, what are you going to spend the winnings on? Um, the winnings are probably all gone already. I think I had a big day yesterday for the cup, so um, didn't win it. Didn't win a single uh, punt. But, um, <laughs> You want it, you budget it all away with one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, so, so yesterday I had like a big day planned for the Melbourne Cup. We had like um, uh, Bell's Hotel in South Melbourne booked for like all day. And it was already all prepaid for. So that kind of just paid for the whole day. So um, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely a bit ropey today. I have been. So. Uh, Again, we were we were all partying with the boys. I had a you know Jared Bowen was uh, lobbing bottles around the place. Corne was there <laughs> doing loads of nose beers in the toilets, and it was just it was going off, mate. Like. <laughs> Between you, your David Scott's team, there's a lot of celebrating. It sounds like this weekend, so pretty, <laughs> pretty yeah, good. Fair play to Scott. He's uh, he's finally. Uh, was that a second win? Second win. Second. <laughs> Wait, so is he level on wins with Keeler now? Or? Hey, I finished off four, thanks. <laughs> Dude, he finished in the Champions League spot. So. Yeah, oh, I flew home. Fair play, fair play. Oh, my God. So, so you're going to be in it when we make a Super League next year and the top four just get automatic entry every year <laughs> while everyone else has to play off. All, all the richest fantasy football clubs are going to be there. <laughs> oh shit my club's not rich <laughs> okay that's uh been nice having you keelan yeah um brian you're all about blood money now i am Welcome but i have Super all League. those sacked as to fc managers so this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> they finished six they did want a bottom table coach so it's a bit awkward but uh just really quick um emilio just to go through your team this is the championship team um, <laughs> European royalty. You got Martinez in goal, 
with your uh, with the backup of Kelleher, who played probably one game for the season. <laughs> Good backup. Uh, Tiago Silva probably played half the games, but he's in there, made uh, the championship team. Championship player now, he's got a ring. Cantelo, solid for you. Robertson, solid, but probably only played half the games as well. Semedo, I don't know if you brought him in this oh, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, he came He came in for this week, yeah. He came in this week just to become a championship player. So he literally came in for one week to be a championship player and didn't get on the field either. But nonetheless, he's got a ring. Semedo has a ring. Him, uh... You might as well call him PJ Tucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, oh. Fuck, who is it? who's the old uh, boss's Celtic redhead? Oh, Scalabrini. Scalabrini. Semedo yeah. <laughs> is Scalabrini. <laughs> oh, man. Pereira hardly played as well, I think, did he? Or played a few here and there? Yeah, rather. Yep, he's got a championship ring. Well done to him. Uh, when you look at your mid, that's probably where the guys deserve it. Yota got a ring, Bowen's got a ring, and you brought him in three weeks ago or something as your your genuine Emilio. That is the definition, and he popped up ever since and did well and followed through. Redmond, another Emilio got in there. Havertz, Cornet as well. Cornet was just for this round, wasn't he? Yeah, so yeah. came in with a solid 10 points. Yeah, that's a good... Changed Emilio. Like, your midfield in round one was Mane, Sterling, Suchek, and Mora. Yeah. My team was changing yeah. every week in order to, and, uh, to keep, keep up with the competition, back, you know. The back line had Pereira and Dawson. Yeah. Like a whole no, Pereira is the only one still in there and you just held on to him. That wasn't a... That was just a, I don't know, a token. He must have been your wrong Traore or something. You just kept around. It was good for leadership. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you, held on, you held on to that Kilman bloke all season. You dropped him and he's gone and put eight points on the board on the weekend. He was not happy about getting dropped. <laughs> did, that, did anybody else pick him up? I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, well, again, uh, hopefully um, probably Ben should have picked him up, then he could have got the win. Yeah. And then Chris's man, Firmino, has a ring. So maybe we need to revisit the Dennis and Tony. I'm not sure one's got a ring now. <laughs> not everyone's <laughs> sick of a Dennis. Uh, Tony, yeah, Dennis. Tony has a ring and Mope has a ring as well. So there's your championship players. They might be hot property going into season two now that they've got a ring. But uh might be bad for team culture. They might think they're a bit bigger than uh, anyone else. I'm not sure. Be interesting to see how that plays out. But um that's your championship team. As you said, it changed around a lot. You really did change your team a lot. Your chameleon team. So I uh, commend you on that. I've got to say, Cornet, when I saw you picked him up, I was like, I just sort of assumed he was already in a team because he was, yeah, running hot the last couple of weeks. So Yeah, um, that's it. I seemed the same. And then I went to saw him. I was like, yep, he's going straight. And yeah, I think you just got lucky. What was Alex? Thankfully, guys. I, I didn't even look for him. I thought he'd be gone because I was that far down the waivers. And I've seen him him up, and I'm like, are you kidding me? How has he picked him up? You know what? Um, I, I think there, I used my waiver on someone else, to be honest. I was going to say, I'm sitting there disappointed that I didn't grab him. And then I'm like, oh, no, that's right. I was in an egg and spoon race this week, and I really didn't bother putting any waivers in. So mm-hmm. I think that's possibly what happened is a few down the bottom just went, oh, man, like I'm, I'm not really going to bother putting the waivers in because, yeah. I'm not up for anything. So well played to you for that one. That was huge. And he got you 10 points. And when you win by what, 13, 
to this game week, that's a real difference maker. So thoroughly earned um, the championship in terms of what you could do with your team. So well done with that. I appreciate them. Great words, Brian. Th- thanks a lot for that. Again, as I said, it's, it's all deserved. My uh, my one aim start of the season was to come in and just abolish Keelan, and I've done that to the maximum I could. So that is uh, the best result I could have wished for. You were so close, you were putting the boot in and you go, I fucking did it. Where do you like, you like, see you pause, it's about to rip in, and you're like, nah, nah. nah I still got to work with this guy, so I better tone down. It all well, comes around. No, in fact, I remember Keelan actually saying to me, he's like, um, I asked him, I was like, you got any fantasy leagues you're joining this year? He's like, yeah, yeah, I might do. He's like, um, in fact, Emilio, come on in because, um, you can take some of these boys' money off them. I was like, well, mate, if you want me to do that, you don't have to ask me twice. And that's, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I just did it within three hours of receiving it. <laughs> yeah. I do love it. Any other uh, questions for the champion of season one? No, congratulations, Emilio. It's very well played. Thanks, Lucas. Made a good season. Uh, I, I look forward to hearing about this at work for however long this is going to take. <laughs> season two is a long season. for at least 10 more weeks. Yeah, it's a long season, Kiels. Uh, yeah. Well, well I'm, looks like I'm working from home. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about it was it was um, yesterday morning, obviously. And since Everton lost, Keelan was already a bit pissed off already. And then once he found out, I became the champ champ. That didn't raise his mood any higher. I mean, the look, I may I may pronounce your new name incorrectly, Chump Chump. So I apologize in advance. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a speech thing that happens from time to time. Uh, no worries. Sort of like Sam. <laughs> no, no, I get that right every Wednesday. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, so wait, the, uh, the, the, the new season does that actually start from this? Is it this weekend? Yeah. So it sounds like everyone was pretty keen to get it rolling at the moment. I have uh, Thursday night, tomorrow night as the um, draft. I'm flexible with that, but I haven't. I sort of haven't heard anyone say they're they're not available for that. I don't know, Keels. When's training finished for us? We might need to have a look at that, but. Um, yeah, it'd be around eight, so we should be right for nine thirty. Yeah, okay, so yeah, something like that, nine thirty-ish. I don't know if anyone said they can't do that. It's only a minute a pick, so as long as you've got a waiver order in, like there as well. Um, even if everyone wasn't live, as long as you got the the players ordered up, ready to go, we should be able to race through it pretty quickly as well. With um only one minute per pick, it'll it'll go through quick. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the plan. And- if you oh, just yeah, go yeah. by just go by Joe Hull's theory. Um, what his first three picks he didn't even have anymore. So the draft means nothing. Hundred <laughs> percent. And pick again, one uh, was very important, wasn't yeah, it? Nah, pick one was useless. It didn't even deliver anyone a title. So I can you just pick whoever. Yeah, they didn't score a hundred more points than any other player or something. But that's okay. So Keelan, let's see if you've got pick number one. Who are you picking this time around? Well, I'm going to pick Salah this time, and I will. I will just keep him. I don't care how much you Liverpool people whinge at me. I'll right. just keep him. I can't wait till Keelan picks Salah, 
and gets offered Salah trades nonstop and then won't accept them and then no one trades with him and he has a $30 fine. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be worth it. <laughs> I reckon you'll get Salah and then he'll like do an injury for this game. <laughs> 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 oh, it's brutal. I just wouldn't pick him, Keels, if I was you. It's not going to end well with the curse. The curse will come up in a different way. This year it was top of the ladder curse, and uh, next season it could be the Salah curse. I'm not sure. It's, something will be cursed. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, honestly, if I was you, Keelan, my first two picks would probably be Sigurdsson and then Benjamin Mendy. They're coming off a long preseason, so it's a good yeah, thing. They could, uh, they could just be lacking match fitness at the moment. <laughs> And I mean, you'll, you'll see them at work, so you could like talk strategy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you thought there was collusion this season. So, Emilio, did you have any tips from, uh, you know, over the ditch? Did you get any tips from anyone back home? Oh, no, mate, this is just all my uh, my own knowledge. Even though I've got a fantasy league with my mates back home and I'm currently second bottom out of 10. So, um, yeah. Well, that, that makes the us draft- feel better. The, the draft has been way more better than uh, for me in terms of fantasy. Otherwise, I just wouldn't even bother going on do the they do, do they do a pod? <laughs> nah. I just get rinsed in our WhatsApp group chat every day saying, why do I even bother making a team? Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Did you send them the link for this pod? Is that why we've yeah, got send them the link. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I, may, I may have to, to be fair. <laughs> you might have to, but... Uh... That would only explain like three friends, I assume. So <laughs> that can't be all our listeners. <laughs> Maybe second bottom out of four. So it's a small league. <laughs> well, I was going to say, if you want any um, replacements for Keelan in this season, just let me know. <laughs> Jesus, I the mean, lone, root, the lone Wolfsburg has already signed up, unfortunately. So. Me. The, the lone wolf is going to be holding no bars. There's going to be, you're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> being nice gets me nowhere, so fuck you all. <laughs> Were you being nice? <laughs> that was nice. And just in general, just in general. Oh, it's such a yeah. crazy. Yeah. I mean, in general. There was a few, a few weeks ago, mate, I was getting absolutely rinsed just for the last, uh, international break. For, I tried for the last fucking 30 years of my life. <laughs> fucking, what, what's two weeks, mate? No, I'm, I'm just saying, you, you know, your fortunes can turn around. I was, I was getting rinsed after having 21 points, which is probably your your highest total. But um, hey, Gets me wins, though. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Was twenty? I feel like twenty one was like the lowest score of the season at that point, though, wasn't it? Basically, oh, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure it wasn't. Yeah, it got broken a few times of recent. So, all good. All water under the bridge. Uh, all so right, Chris, Chris. For you, how does it feel? Um, racking up the most points, but leaving with no silverware. To be honest, I was going to shout five jugs. Um, I was telling Christian about this. I was going to sh- shout five jugs of beer at the end of the se- season two. We'll all go out, watch a game. Going to shout the jugs of beer. And now I'm better off because i got 50 bucks coming second and I'm not shouting any beer. So, Oh, fuck. Hey, whoa. Off. Yeah, I've done well. Yeah. I've reeled it in. And also you sit next to Keelan every day and I couldn't think <laughs> of it. <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, it serves you right, Keels. Being nice again. So you just cop a Yeah, fucking yeah, get fucked. I'm glad you lost, Chris. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> right. have you got have you got out of the milk yet? You'd be bloody bloody scotchy. <laughs> what milk's that? I was uh I'm pretty sure I was level with Emilio on um wins going to the last round. You can't really scotch finger when you're level with someone. When you play Ben, you've dumped yeah, yourself. You're playing Ben, and he's had his highest score for the year, and you've had your lowest. That's dipping in some milkage. Well, no, you got to remember, I had the jinx against me too, and it's the it's the real thing. We've discussed this already. We know it's real. True. Everyone who's top went straight by it. It, it is cursed. That's true. It is. Yeah, true. the curse was real. We actually did have a look. Like every single week, no one was top for more than one week. That is actually ridiculous, isn't it? That's a genuine curse. Yeah, and then even Keelan was like, when I beat him, he was like, oh, I'm not sure off top of the ladder. And then what happened there, mate? That, that just gave you some great fortune. <laughs> Jeez. Like another bar for me. I tell you, they're just going on a list. Going on a list. You just wait. You just wait. <laughs> Keel's just transcribing in the background there. Just keeping a list. I like it. Yeah. It's Billy Madison. Uh, I mean, it's Steve Bashimi from Billy Madison. Right <laughs> the, the, the lone wolf. He's just carving on the walls in his cave. That's all. <laughs> Self-titled nickname. <laughs> oh, wow. This is not good. I think this will get off really quick, but I look forward to uh, <laughs> to know it's, it's all right, actually, because um, I'm just coming off a few days leave from work and um, I just sent an email to HR tonight just to change my name to Chump Chump, just so um, everyone around the office just knows of that. And just so it reminds Keelan every day as well. So, um, yeah. <laughs> this in your diary, Emilio? Was there a bit of dear diary action? Dear diary, today I won a fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> it's been my greatest honor this year. It's <laughs> been pretty good. My only last question for you, Emilio, is um, are you going to keep European royalty the name? for season two or are they retired like are you going to keep the same name nearly every single person i think in the league has changed i think kids are kept his what color ref everyone else has pretty much changed what are you going to be doing i've um just added on something at the end i've done european royalty 2.0 we're coming back for blood it's edgy uh can't you think of that <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, you like, used your leave time wisely. Well, it could be season two or it could be two trophies. Like, you can take it how you want, I guess, right? That's it. I thought, you know, like, after winning the league, you've got to keep the same name, you know? Otherwise, if I just change to, I don't know, Red Shot or Gob Shot, I'll probably just finish bottom or something like that, you know? Uh, fourth, thank you. <laughs> it qualified for Euros somehow. Oh, uh, by the way, Brian, you've, you've broken my Facebook, man. Look, I'm just getting all of these notifications. Yeah, I can stop yeah, sending it. You too. <laughs> I thought it was just me. Yeah, Brian, no. you are spamming us. Hey, well, yeah. I've done a Scott here. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Keeling, <laughs> you'll have to explain it to me in six steps with Scribble, please. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'll send it shortly. Oh, yeah, I can see what's going on. It's doing weird stuff on my head, too. Anyway, uh, I think maybe we'll leave it there, then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave 
leave it there. The champion oh. of the league, Emilio Johal, European royalty. Um, congratulations. Well done. And looking forward to season two, mate. Thanks a lot, Brian. Yeah, don't do it again. Now that we have reviewed all of the games and seen the results, it's only fair that we look at the worst coach of the week. So who performed the worst this week and who picked the penalty takers and had them all fail, come off the bench and do a goddamn awful job? What they have to know is that, you know, none of them are on their own. Um, We win and lose as a team. And the penalty takers are my call. You know, we've worked on them in training. Um, that's my decision. Well, let's have a look and let's have a quick chat. Duncan, again, he left zeros on the field. Not a great result for him. 32 points. There's an early nomination. Who's got something else? Um, Brian, have we ever had a coach of the week also be worst coach of the week? Because I just think Scoot, he should have stuck to his guns. Um, No point trading everyone out in the last week. So, you know. He had nine weeks to get rid of trash and he decides to do it in the last week. He should have stuck to his guns and kept him in the team. <laughs> so, with the not, so you would like to make him worst coach of the week for not holding on to his trash players who have let him down for a long period of time. Yeah, Brian, you've got to go down with the ship. The Titanic sinking, you go down with the ship. Um, <laughs> so worst coach of the week for not sticking by his players. Right. Uh, right, Brian. Right. Got um, I'd like to nominate myself. Uh, for tanking the last round, leaving players on the bench and uh, really just ruining the league for multiple people. Except for Emilio, obviously. Made it quite nice for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was pretty poor from you, Christian, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd like to nominate uh, Ben uh, simply because, uh, well, one, he didn't win, but uh, he brought in Rondon. Um, so that's an absolute <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, when we when we said to Ben last week to make mass trades, and he made like one trade, and it was bringing Rondon in. I can bring I mean, in Rondon. It was surprising. Oh my god, that that's towel throwing if I've ever seen. It, it's really lucky it, it didn't <laughs> ruin the result for him. <laughs> All right, fair enough. for a win though. Oh. Duncan had a nomination. Um, Benny had a nomination there and Christian had a nomination as well um, as well as Scotty, sorry who had a nomination let's get to the vote then of the worst coach of the week Chris, who is your vote? Uh, it's pretty clearly Alex, Brian <laughs> Keelan, your vote um, Alex Christian, your vote um, Alex has this one wrapped up, but he did do better than expected halfway through the round. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, the worst coach of the week. It was three to nil for the record. I am also giving it to you. Equal lowest score of 19 for the league. Um, and as you said, Christian, it was looking a lot worse. Uh, Laporte minus three, Cash zero, Duffy zero, ones. 1-1, one, 1-1. One, one, one. <laughs> Got a couple of scores in there, Azar, but 19 points. Um, and all of them played, didn't they? There was no zeros like left off the field. They all played. That's uh, <laughs> not good. There was, a lot of, uh, there was a lot of Matadors, and the Matadors did not win the <laughs> fight. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, the running of the Bulls was uh, not shown on national news that night. <laughs> 
<laughs> Alex, you have picked the Belgian Jagers this week. I know that you was an egg and spoon, but uh, dropped out of the Champions League spots and everything to finish off disappointing and uh, 19 points worst coach of the week. Uh, moving on. Say, it's, um, it's good of Alex to bookend our season for us by starting <laughs> and finishing as worst coach of the week. Mm. Yeah, it was good. It gives us closure. Mm. Yeah. As I said, he needs a bit of a kick heading into season two, I think. Dominoes at a certain point. Can you have too much dominoes? Is that what happened? I'm not sure. Um, you'd be wanting a victory pizza, I think, pretty quickly. Well, I would have thought he would have gotten a free pizza this round if you won. Because um, I thought after eight pizzas, you got a free pizza. But um, he obviously didn't want it. But that's that's um, you know his choice in the end. It was. And uh, as I said, he picked the penalty takers and they went to shit. So unlucky for him. But um, let's keep moving on. Where's Coach of the Week? And get to the Team of the Week. Finishing out our review of the week, it's important that we look at the Team of the Week. Um, starting with the back line. So the Hungry Jacks team of the week, looking at the keepers. Sorry, I've got Ramsdale there with 10 uh, for Keelan. Nice score there for you. 10 whoppers. What a delight for Ramsdale there. And as Chris mentioned earlier, um, involved in that save of Madison, uh, Madison, it cost him the league as well. So tidy there. And then the next best keeper on the field was De Gea with six. So a few better scores than that, but they weren't on the field. They were left on benches. So a um, little bit stiff to hang up with six points rounding out the keepers. Um, six whoppers there, 10 whoppers for Ramsdale. If we look at the back line, uh, Keels, you want to walk us through the back line? Hungry Jacks, team of the week. Burgers are better. Yeah, lots of uh, points in the back line uh, this week. Uh, goal difference. Johnson came in. He just got a small uh, kid's meal. He had eight uh, points there. Gabrielle, I mean, what a man. Uh, put the ball in the back of the net. I benched him. He wasn't happy, so he came on. He went through drive through He ordered about three large meals. He's a hungry, hungry hippo. And fuck me, 15 points was juicy. But uh, James, he's one of those blokes where you, you see those <laughs> – those big Taragos come in the drive-through with like the full of the kids and they sit there ordering for like 10 minutes and then they wait at the last window for another 10 minutes whilst all their food is getting prepared. <laughs> he ordered fucking everything and came in with 21 points. On the back line, I think Chilwell, I reckon that's his third week in a row, old Chilwell. Um, he, he, he got stuck behind James in the drive-through, reversed out. He had enough time to reverse out of the drive-through and go in the store to get his meal. He had eight points. Heidi there in the back line. Hungry Jack's team of the week back line there. We go to the midfield. Well, Christian, I want you to have a look at this one. Give us the Hungry Jack's midfield team of the week. Uh, there's a lot of points in the midfield this week. I don't know if any of them really deserved it. Um, I think they're pretty much the weird dessert bar that you get at Hungry Jack's. They're those Sundays that you order thinking it'll taste like McDonald's Sundays, but they don't taste like McDonald's Sundays. Is this warm or something? Get it. <laughs> yeah, fucking. They taste like weird ice cream that you've never had before. Um, like there's definitely no dairy in it whatsoever. Well, anyway, the burgers are bad, oh, and- not the Sundays. <laughs> the Sundays are fucking weird as shit. <laughs> never finish it. Uh, Bowen on 11 points. Henderson, 10 points, doing something for the first time in a year. Rafina, nine points. Jorginho coming on for his P 
penalty taking ability. Uh, Cornet, 10 points. And from the bench, Smith Rowe, um, nine points, continuing his form run. All of them getting dodgy ice cream, it sounds like, from Hungry Jacks. Burgers are better. Mm. And looking at the <laughs> forward line, <laughs> Chris, tell us about the forward line. Well, Brian Jimenez, oh yeah, he's like when you order Uber Eats Hungry Jacks and then it comes and you're missing a burger. And so then you have to drive all the way around to Hungry Jacks and then you go, look, you've forgotten my burger. I know Jimenez was kicked in the head last year. Didn't look like he'd play again, but there he is, the long lost burger with nine points, um, striking gold once again. And then we've got Ronaldo. So um, we've got the Portuguese chicken burger. Um, with a nice 12 points, extra gherkin. Um, <laughs> up at 10, but extra gherkin takes him to 12, so that's always nice. And then um, Rodrigo, he heard uh, there's a new Hungry Jacks in town, and um, he was going to go the running of the Bulls um, just to celebrate. And so he's brought in a nice, tidy six points. And that is the team of the week, Hungry Jacks team of the week, to finish off the season. They're really proud of Jimenez and Rodrigo for me. As I said, they snuck in. Jimenez got a couple of um, nominations there. And speaking of nominations, I guess that's where it goes into the next segment where I'm going to look at some league records and we have our coveted team of the season as well. Um, so I've just sent that one through to you boys there. You can see the team of the season. These boys get the jacket, just like an all-Australian nod. Um, these are the guys you're probably looking to pick up. Um, and what was really surprising when picking this team was um, it's not the highest scorers all the time. It's the people who put in those eight, nine, ten point sort of scores, but three, you know, three times and so on. So basically how this one works, I literally went through every team of the week and had a look at who was in the team of the week the most times. And then once there was a draw for any uh, of those leftover spots, it came down to their overall points for the season, essentially. So for you guys there, that, that was the uh, level of spreadsheet going oh, on in terms of going on. How this take, Brian? Yeah, a little bit of time. Um, and it's just really quick, here's some crowd. stats. Here's some stats going into it. Firstly, in terms of team of the week selections, um, Keelan, you had 16 Team of the Week selections. Scotty had 12. Christian, you had 20, which was the most. 13 for Duncan, 8 for Ben, 13 for Emilio, 13 for me, 15 for Chris, 15 for Kizza, and 9 for Alex. So Ben had the least. Christian had the most. Everyone was a little bit in between there otherwise um, in terms of how that one rolled out. If we look at um, the formations... From each week, 3-4-3 was the most popular formation that everyone had throughout um, the year based on the team of the weeks as well, which is why the team of the year uh, season, I should say, is also a 3-4-3 formation. Having a look at the team of the year, or the team of the season, I should say, first up, Mendy is uh, gets the nod there for the first one. Um, he had four team of the week selections. Ramsdale being the backup who also had four team of the week selections. The only reason, again, Mendy gets to start because he has the most season points. Also, I think he had the most team of the week starting positions. Ramsdale was often the second best keeper a number of times on that. So he gets that bench spot. He's well earned it. 
when we Can I just say something on just quickly on Ramsdale. Yep. Um, you know, Chris criticized me quite heavily in the draft about getting a goalkeeper. Um, don't draft goalkeepers. I got him off the scrap. Yeah, but you got Leno. And I said Leno was trash. So you took my advice and you went and got Ramsdale, who was good. Off the trash. And he's a, he's made team of the season. So don't draft goalkeepers, people. Leave leave all the goalkeepers in the draft, thanks. Uh, just on, on that note, I did tra- transfer a good goalkeeper in in the draft and he's the starting keeper in team of the season. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Christian? Should they, they draft goalkeepers? Uh, I'm just saying stats in this segment, Keelan. Oh, yeah, cool. Thank you. <laughs> do draft goalkeepers and do um put my all Australian hat on for a second. Uh, Mendy, this is his first team of the season selection. Uh, same with Ramsdale, their first team of the team of the season selection. Um, just in case you're wondering, we go into the back line. Alexander Arnold, first member of the back line there with three team of the week selections. James gets in there with two team of the week selections. Um, Chilwell gets in there with four team of the week selections. Chilwell hardly played a game. And then those last four just caught fire and got himself in team of the season in the end. Um, Four selections. James was on two. There was a number of defenders on two selections. Um, His cash was stiff. Yeah, cash a little stiff. Uh, Cancelo is the one who makes the bench there also with two selections. As I said, a number had two, but... Um, James's points on the board was huge because he had two weeks there of like multiple twenties or something or like high teens and a 20. So um, his points record gets him um, that starting spot in the end there. Um, so Scotty represented there, Christian Emilio um, with two of his defenders, Alexander Arnold and Cancelo as well. Moving into the midfield and the captain of the team, Chris Salah gets the captaincy. He was clearly the best. He had six team of the week selections. Six out of the nine rounds he was in the team of the week. That was by far the most. Two better than anyone else. Um, So he gets the captaincy. He is the talisman there. And uh, 24 points as well. His high score of the season. Um, Moving on, Son, three team of the week selections. So Scotty gets another man in the team of the season. Mane, two Team of the Week selections for Kizza in the end. Um, I don't know if he got them in Emilio's team before he went to Kizza. I don't know if he did or not, but um, he's Sounds with like Kizza now. Train swap, Ryan. Sounds like a classic classic Emilio train swap. Right? <laughs> it was a trade swap. <laughs> Yota for Mane was the trade. I think they were both okay, but Mane makes Team of the Season and Yota does not. So take that how you will. And Ben Rama, two selections and his points tally got him in the team as well for Kizza. If we look at the bench, Smith Rowe, two team of the week selections, got himself into team of the season. He caught fire late too. Um, His points tally. Yeah, points tally is what got him over the line and in the team. Trash heap, Keelan. Lastly, the forward line. And Keelan, you'll be happy looking at that forward line. The Bull Antonio gets a nod for team of the week selections. Um, so well earned there. Equal second most with Mendy um, and Ramsdale all, and Chilwell. All of them had four selections. Um, Jesus gets in there with those two early selections as well. Um, and his points tally. And then Jimenez, for me, gets in there as well. As I said, he had a really strong finish. 
and he finds himself in team of the season. If you'd said that six weeks in, I think uh, everyone would have laughed. Um, and I know they did laugh when I said that Jimenez was my best trade. So the long lost Portuguese chicken burger pulled it out. <laughs> he pulled it out. And when we look at the bench, Obama Yang, Christian never wanted him, accidentally picked him up, and he ends up uh, team of the season. It was a savvy cho- coaching decision. Um, everyone left him. <laughs> I saw value in him and I just thought I'm going to take a punt and pick up the bomb so good well Bobby definitely Ang wasn't an auto select by accident sneaked into the bench uh, of the team of the season really well done and that's as you can see that there in the team of the season at the moment um, I'll post it up later as well on the on the Facebook but that is their highest score when they were in team of the week as well so you can see there's not huge scores on there in comparison to some of the other team of the weeks that we've had but these guys were consistent so whenever there was a draw like the guys who only had two team of the week selections these guys were clearly in the background still accumulating points even though they didn't make the team on some weeks uh Mane a perfect example I think his high score was eight um but he's made team of the season so he must have had um just consistent scores there even though he didn't go gigantic in any given week necessarily um, but yeah, that was um, the team of the season. Some good representation. Looks like Keelan, you got a couple in there. Christian's got a couple. Scotty's got a couple. Can't see any of Benny's or Duncan's, maybe. So uh, yeah, there's some work to be done. People need to find some gems out there for season two and maybe hold on to them. But um, some quality on there. A lot of fullbacks making up that back line as well. All of, all of the back line is fullbacks. Um, and the midfield there, yeah, some really good attacking midfield players slash forwards right so um plenty to look forward to for season two moving forward some league records as well from season one um firstly the highest team score we know this one sucker on this corn's 81 points a couple of weeks ago so that is the record to be beaten for season two 81 points when we look at the lowest team score well benny 19 points um, for two girls, one clop. And then Alex decided, I want to take something out of this season. I'm going to equal that as well in the last round. So they share that lowest total record in 19 points at base um, to finish off. The highest player score, Mount and Salah, both 24 points. So we're looking at that one to be broken as an individual player score, 24 points. So I don't know if I'll break that down later into maybe the best defender, best mid, best forward, but 24 is the one to beat at the moment. In terms of the lowest player score, I saw in the last round, Konza for Kiza, minus four. He played 49 <laughs> minutes. He, got, he played 49 minutes for one point. He conceded four goals in that 49 minutes, so he lost two points for that. And then he got a red card, minus three. So he ended up with minus four points. So that is the lowest score that a player has scored. So, <laughs> Jeez, it could get worse. Like he could have played forty nine minutes and kicked an own goal before getting red carded. <laughs> okay, he could have kicked six own goals as well. Like you know, let's um, that's minus four is the worst player score on someone's field. So that one's worth yeah. keeping track of as well. Um, the highest league points, well. Um, so Emilio obviously ended with 21.7 wins is the most in a season now, but in terms of the highest goal difference, suck on this cunt, uh, 431, <laughs> didn't even try to disguise it there, 431 goal difference yeah. for a season. Um, no is the, one to beat. 
the lowest league points, uh, Toffee on my lips, obviously with a two and seven record, so six league points. Um, but the goal difference was two girls, one clock, 317. Okay, so that one is the record to hold on to there. Uh, I'll make all of these available, I think, on the site just to give a bit of a summary to season one as well. Also with maybe that uh, the league standings, just so it's all on record for everyone. And we can always dig up the archives and have a look at who was the shittest in season one. And uh, maybe if Amelia gets a bit loud, we'll delete it for a while and pretend it never happened. But um, we can see how that one plays out over time. Um, well, I mean, that, the problem with that is the, the problem with that is you know you know it's like you know before Liverpool had won the title a few years back they just talked about how good the old old ones were. Um, it's like that light bulb joke. How many Liverpool fans does it take to change it? None, because they all stand around talking about how good the old one was. <laughs> well, we'll I'll find out in season two, won't we? We'll find out if we can back it up. Or whether he just sits back and just rests on his laurels. That'll be uh, interesting to find out. Um, boys, last last word, season one. Uh, Chris, you got something? Uh, no, I've got nothing. Um, Gil's usually got this. Yeah, I'll leave you with this, uh, this comment. If you think nothing is impossible, try slamming a revolving door. Yeah, that's it. Oh, fucking hell. Speaking of revolving doors, uh, <laughs> the battle might be a revolving door next season, it sounds like. So <laughs> we'll worry about that one. But uh, the look, wow. in terms of season two, guys, um, obviously, yeah, we've, we said about the draft date for tomorrow, but I'll confirm in the chat everyone's good with that and the time, and that'll smash out pretty quickly. It'll start straight away this week. Um, it sounds like everyone's pretty cool on the trade rules, maybe just extending them out. We can have a chat about that as well and try to sort that out over um, that, that international week. Maybe we've got a couple of weeks to play with and sort all that, but um, really looking forward to it. And this was um, season one of the Southgate Fantasy League. So well done and get your Portuguese chicken. Southgate Fantasy League Podcast.